Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Love, Lust, and Badass So I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I am joined by the lovely Miss Tanya D in the building. What's going on? Merry Crema! <laughs> Crema time! What's up, guys? It's me. Delivered one of the most emotional podcast episodes ever with Urban Sweet Talk this week. Uh, I, I'm just I waiting. I hope she doesn't give me my pink slip soon since she's an ending podcast around her, but you know, we'll see. <laughs> no way. It was just a long time coming, and um, you know, all good things must end. It was a good thing, and it ended, but I am just overwhelmed with just how much love when people was hitting me with the wait, what the fuck? Mm. That was really like the highlight of my day. <laughs> yeah. On the second note of, uh, I took my final, final today and um, real ass bitch. <laughs> 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 so I'm in a very good mood. I'm in a very, very good mood. Yeah, you weren't, you weren't, I think it was like literally before me and you got connected. I pulled the whole Ashton Kutcher thing and was like, I retired from podcasting on my solo show. Oh, just, just playing games yeah, with people? Just to fuck with people, so. People do not respond well. They're like, what am I going to do? <laughs> I listen to this show on Thursdays, going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that's deep. But it's all good. It's, all, it's out of love. So I'm, I'm very, I'm very appreciative. Yeah. Dope. Seven years to be doing anything is amazing. Like in, in podcasting, where most podcasts really don't, I think I read something like most podcasts don't make it six months. So to make it seven years, that's a testament to like all the work that you put in. Bro, every, I mean, whatever that six month period is, I've wanted to quit in that time <laughs> for seven years. So um, it just gets hard. And I think people don't really understand all the work that podcast required yeah. and it's not just oh i feel like talking shit and i know people who talk shit and we can have a roundtable discussion about talking shit, shit. Yeah. and <laughs> and it just it just i think a part of me with the show like i was in my 20s still yeah. when i started the show that's crazy and now i'm an adult lady and there's different content that's so important to me so yeah i'm excited well there you go well, all the How nice you been? I've been I've been really good. I can't complain at all. Y'all notice this new lighting he has? It's not new lighting. It is new lighting. You're trying to outlight me. That's not that's true. okay. It can't happen. Because I'm gonna that's okay. I'm gonna fix my little my little lamp. It's fine. I show up with the same beard every day. People show up because they just want to know what type of hairstyle you're going to have this week. So I can never outshine you. A lie and the truth ain't in you. <laughs> well, let's Get into the shits this week. Um, love, love, lust, lust, and that soul. first one is just and we were texting about you like what jr smith situation so his wife jewel harris I never know. 
10 minutes of prayer where she just puts his business all out in the streets and i hate messy shit like this where it's like if you're gonna be messy i'd rather you just be messy with it like to try to hide it all within the prayer it's just like all right you're doing a little bit too much what do you think about it anytime i'm never comfortable when people cry and hold their phone i am never <laughs> comfortable because there's a part of me that's like soon as you were done you looked at it to see if it was good enough <laughs> if the cry was sufficient and exuded the emotion you wanted to on screen and it's just something very disingenuous about it yeah. but um as far as the actual situation and 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 her praying for her man, his penai, and the woman he is putting that in. Um, I mean, the obvious thing is that it's crazy. And why would you even care about said other woman? Um, <clears throat> but then there's this other part of me that's like, if she want to hurry up and have compassion and forgive, I mean, more power to her. Yeah. But as far as me and my household, <laughs> that's not happening over here. <laughs> I will be praying, but condemning y'all to hell. Mm. So I don't know. Did you see his follow up by chance? <laughs> his tweet was hilarious. I'm like, all right. I didn't see tweets. I saw like a little post oh, yeah, or something like, a, like that. Yeah, yeah. It was like an Instagram story post or something, which he was like, uh, yeah. but but God's child didn't tell y'all I've been separated for six months or however he worded it. I'm paraphrasing. That's wild. Bro. <laughs> Way to remove yourself from responsibility. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, sometimes, you know, there are marital issues. So I think that, I mean, one, sometimes we may be quick to judge or whatever. Mm -hmm. But sometimes marriages go through things and sometimes they're separated and sometimes they deal with other people while they're separated or maybe it's just flat out cheating. But at no point am I going to prop my goddamn iPhone up <laughs> and do a virtual prayer for anybody. Okay, fair enough. Um, but it's Jr. You know, he look high half the time. So he, I, any other I, yeah. thing that he does, it's like, yeah. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Did you see the ASAP Rocky sex tape? By the grace of God, <laughs> I hadn't. Good. Don't see. It. Don't see. It. I woke up this morning. I was I was doing my normal clear my the clear the stuff from my eyes. Go about my business. Take my piss. Don't judge me. And then look at my phone, and I'm just like, why is ASAP Rocky trending? Like, he, like his last album sucked. And I'm like, me being a hip-hop head, I'm like, hopefully it's music. I'm like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm off that. Um, so ASAP Rocky's right now <laughs> muted on my Twitter timeline, so I don't even see any tweets that say ASAP Rocky. Well, I guess, I, I mean, I saw what was going on, and then I was like, I guess I'm just not interested. And then I had to go, try to go search for it. I'm like, listen. I'm not going to go search for a video of a man giving lackluster dick. I'm not. <laughs> so better things to do in my time. And I didn't see it. And I was like, oh, oh, all right. Well, they were killing that man's stroke game. But, you know, whatever. To each his own. Um, <laughs> let's, let's get into our actual topics for today before we keep talking about ASAP. Uh, this first topic today is something that, you know, I see. I even know some podcasters or something. I ain't going to put nobody's business out there. But these OnlyFans accounts are just going like it was one of those things where it's mm. like some like B-list celebrities had them at first. And that's how people started knowing about OnlyFans. And now it's just like everybody with these OnlyFans accounts. What do you think about it? Um, I mean, <laughs> I saw a person tweet that they made $600 in a day. 
And I was like, what is going on on there? <laughs> I, I, I'm not curious enough to get an account to inquire. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. I feel like women are exploiting their bodies anyway. Mm-hmm. They're giving the goods away for Instagram for 123 likes. It's like, you might as well get $15. But to me, if you're going to put that type of content out and, you know, the girls are out and your ass is out and you're very scantily clad most mm-hmm. of the time, there are simps out here that will pay for that. that is and if right. they're going to pay for it, like, I don't see why not. I got to ask my man for permission because he'd be acting all bougie and selfish, but... <laughs> Apparently the girls are making money and I can't hate on that. Yeah. Pouring chocolate on their feet. There's all types of stuff going on. on the Look, show. man, whatever gets it done, <laughs> it's your phone bill paid. <laughs> I have nothing to say about that. Like at first I was like, I can't believe this is actually going off without a hitch. Yeah. And then it was, I just, you know, I'm, I'm very feminist, like to my core sometimes. Well, I feel like if, if men are going to spend money those same creepy dudes that go under your comments like, hey, beautiful, so old baby, cute, all that weird shit. If those guys are willing to come out of their checking and savings to give you some doubloons, then I don't see anything that's wrong with that. Yeah. Well, do you think do you think that it's kind of like oversaturated or do you like what are your thoughts? It's hard to say that it's oversaturated already. Like it's a, it's such a, a fairly new thing, but it does seem like it. It's like people have only really? fans accounts for like it's not even just sexual stuff. Like there are people with workout only fans accounts and it's just like, I, I get it. Like it's it like, and that's one of the questions on here. Like, is it an entrepreneurship? And I guess it, it can be in a way, like depending on how you use it. But like, of course, all that gets publicized for the people that's using it for the sex pages or whatnot. I want to see somebody actually like use this for like, like a cooking channel or something like something positive. Like, and that's not to say that sex work isn't positive. I don't want to get, don't Ain't send nobody me those trying tweets. to pay for no damn recipe. Ain't nobody going to OnlyFans for recipes unless the recipe is TNA. Okay. Well, there you go. You got. Could you date somebody with an OnlyFans page? No, stop that. Why not? What? It's just work. If I... it was paying the bill. So so if, if, if your man came home and was like, look, I can guarantee come bring it home $2,000 a, a week. On just OnlyFans, you ain't got to work. What are you doing on there? <laughs> is the question. You, like, if you jacking off into a sock <laughs> or some random things or making uh-huh. boomerangs, as you so eloquently you know put I'm, it, uh, I'm so. The answer is it. no. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Now, if you doing the Carlton dance and, and women are paying for that, then mm-hmm. guess what, baby? <laughs> it's Carlton dance time. <laughs> Put on your jazz, do that little dance. Put on your jazz clothes. Spirit fingers, get them ready. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, no. I do know a married couple where the wife does have one, mm. but she's like a, into fitness. And even though she's already scantily clad, you know, she's not pee popping. So it's really just like her photos and whatever from her fitness things. And there are guys that get off on that and of course they pay her so again if there are people out there that's gonna waste their money from two weeks of work or one whatever mm-hmm. um then i say why not like go ahead and be an entrepreneur if you like mm. well there you go there you have it that's our thoughts on the only page <laughs> um let's move into the next topic uh this is you know i get my my weird facts you know 
and I put them on the show, so don't judge me. Um, you do. <laughs> the average couple only spends two to four minutes a day having heart-to-heart conversations, but over three hours on average looking at their phones. What do you think about that? Um, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And that's why um, I feel like that builds up resentment in relationships okay. because it means that's less time that you're getting to, because <clears throat> I think people have this idea that once you're with somebody, you know them. And so you don't have to pay attention to them anymore. But the reality is like, if you're spending like, if it's a serious relationship and mm-hmm. you're spending a significant, a significant amount of time together, um, the fact that you're not really communicating anymore is like a red flag because it's like people are changing every day. So for you to not have an interest in who they are growing to be, yeah. um, but you take a keen interest on whatever the hell sweet Lily 47 did today. Um, I think that we have prioritized entertainment over like interpersonal relationships. Okay. Because even when you go out and I notice it when I'm out, when I'm out with my friends sometimes is we're out and I'll just look up and everybody's on their phones. It's like what's happening right now is slightly less important than what's happening on my timeline. And like personally and in my relationship, like we talk a lot. We talk a lot. And that's because like we're we're really good friends. Mm. So it sounds corny, but it's like we're really good friends and it matters because I'm I don't have to be a girlfriend all the time or you know what I mean? Like sometimes I could just shoot the shit and like one of our things is like we go on a balcony, we get our lime water, um, or end our coffee. Mm-hmm like two old ass people and we sit on the balcony legs crossed and we just sit and talk for a while and um it's like one of the highlights of my day because it's like i get to uh communicate one with somebody i even give a fuck about like we don't even know these people on socials we don't know these celebrities but the people that's right next to us we don't really kind of pay them that much attention But um, I'm very grateful to be in a situation. It's probably just more because of the way I am. Like, he's not really like that. But just being around me enough, he's like, all right, so it's chit-chat time. <laughs> like, all right, let's do this. And I don't know. I just feel like that's way more important. And that's why people are putting up, you know, posts about their relationships and such. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's. It, I was surprised to see that it was literally, it was two to four minutes. Like, that's it. I don't have a heart like that's an empty ass relationship and i don't like that's not judge. even high and by yeah like like and my thing is is too is like all right so is this three hours looking at your phone is that counting texting maybe your significant other i don't know but like it, sometimes you have to put put the devices down and actually just connect and even if it's just to see the expression on the face is is a lot different than just texting it um and so i think we get so caught up in having the ease of access to people uh through our phones whether it be on social celebrities people you don't fucking know like we get caught up in that and thinking that that's a sure. genuine connection and it really isn't um yeah you can meet genuine people uh, through that and i don't want to like act like it's just all empty conversations because you know you, you can you can have deeper conversations there uh on social media but when you're actually in a relationship with someone you guys are living together and you guys are only having two to four minutes of conversation a day that's bad like there's nothing positive about that well <clears throat> um i would say also for the people who um 
don't live together, who are in relationships that don't live together, mm-hmm. I could see how that could be a thing yeah. because they get so wrapped in their personal lives and they don't have to come home to them necessarily. Mm-hmm. So when they're having a bad day, they get to black them out if need be. Yeah. Um, you could just not answer your text or call. And that's kind of the end of that. And so your conversation is limited to a, a couple of minutes a day because one, most people text and call or FaceTime. So I, I could see how that could happen with a, with a couple that doesn't live together. Okay. But as far as if you do live together, like I, my thing is like, I never wanted to create my home as a space for turmoil. Like I don't want him sitting outside in the parking lot, mm. like, but I got to go in the house and deal with this woman. Like I <laughs> never wanted to be yeah. that person or, or, or have that type of home that when my partner walks in, they feel like they're walking into like a war zone. Yeah. Like I don't want them to have to walk on eggshells cause I'm having a bad day or, you know? Um, and, and like I said, like just being friends is really, really important because when you don't feel like being in the relationship and the partner and all this other shit, you can just shoot the shit. Yeah. And that should take up some a considerable amount of time if you do like and or care about them. So there you go. There you have it. Great words from a great woman. <laughs> I love it when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into our last topic before emails for this week. And this one is. Can a relationship be successful if they have wildly different sex drives? And this one was actually DM'd to us from a listener. So this isn't something that I came up with. But I I felt it was an interesting topic to have a conversation about. Cool. So what do you think? (laughs) I, I don't want to say that it can't be successful, but I think that it may ultimately be some resentment maybe on both sides. Like, well, Mm. and and, you know, I, I, to kind of flesh it out more, it's like, all right, yeah, you can have a crazy sex drive, right? But as long as you're still, like, kind of like the letter we had the other day where the guy was just all sex, 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 and he didn't think about, like, the quality time. Like, you can have a wild sex drive but not on, on, always just only think about sex. So as long as that balance exists, I think that it, it's possible. But even then, somebody may who doesn't understand it may look at it and be like, look, this is weird. I'm not used to this. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't feel like that will work out for a long-term relationship because that that's going to mean it's going to leave a, a void mm-hmm. in the relationship that one of you know you can't feel. Okay. And that's going to linger over the relationship forever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, <clears throat> people find indirect ways to lash out about the actual void. Um, but I feel like, yeah, if your sex drives are different and but if you're cool and you're interested in trying to change it, yeah. so let's say your sex drive is too low and this person, I wouldn't say they have a high sex drive, but like a normal, you know, um, maybe that maybe you should, you know, consume maca root. I don't know. <laughs> eat, eat some seafood, some aphrodisiacs. Like there are things to, to try to enhance that. Yeah. Um, however, I feel like if you have like an over appetite for sex, contact, like all of those things, like I feel like if you have a very high sex drive, I don't think there is a middle ground for that. Okay. I feel like once you're up there, you're used to getting that. If you're used to drinking Coca-Cola, nothing else is going to suffice for that. You can't drink a Sprite, a Dr. Pepper, some random shit that says <laughs> soda. Yeah. 
you you know what I'm saying? You know what you like and you like what you like. And I don't think that there is a middle ground with them because that means they have they would have to suppress their actual sexual desire That's a good point. just to be with you. Yeah. And it's it's not gonna come off as a fair balance because it's not like you're ever gonna meet that expectation for someone that has a higher than normal sex drive. Now, someone with a low sex drive, like I said, there are things you could try to do to get more in the mood and things like that. But I don't think you, you know, it, it works in the opposite way. You can't like unhave a baby. <laughs> but it's uh, kind of like that. To let me. me let me play devil's advocate. Do you think that sure. it's possible though to have, let's say, someone has a high sex drive because? Like that's just what they they've trained themselves to think that that that's what a connection is. That's how they feel connected to the person they're with. Do you think that they can learn to channel that energy into other things? So let's say you go in with the high sex drive because, again, like I said, you you just that's that's the way that you connect with your partner. But over the course of being with that person, you guys find other things like playing chess together, watching movies together, sitting there cuddling, taking baths together without actually physically having sex. Do you think that then they said you don't think. You you have you have to suppress it, but do you think it can be channeled other places to where you don't feel like you're suppressing it? Um, honestly, no. Okay, I don't because I feel like that is just um, distraction. Okay, fair enough. And distraction only lasts for so long until it dawns on you that you're you're still missing this void. Okay, you can try, and I would encourage everybody to make you know an honest attempt. But for me, I like to be more realistic and just understand that they have to suppress a whole part of them that really satisfies them. Mm. You know, one of the top top three things that satisfies them, you can't give it to them. And if you don't match that same sex drive, because it's going to come to um, one person kind of being more reserved, like kind of like, hey, like, relax, let me, you know, and all of that builds up resentment over time. Okay. It's like, okay. Well, maybe sex five times a week is too much for you. And if we cut it down to three, but on that third day, the person with the low sex drive is like, I'm not into it today, <laughs> you know? And he's like, but you promised me. But I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't see how um, that will work long term, Okay, I guess. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let us know yeah. what you guys think. Uh, send in any emails to us at lovelustbas at gmail.com. Let us know how you feel about it. But uh, we're going to go ahead. Anything left before we get into our break, Miss Tanya? Not a damn. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and get into our break, and we'll be right back after this. What's up, everybody? This is Dan, a.k.a. Dan on Drugs. And I am Afro Becky, a.k.a. Afro Becky. And we are the Black Law and Legal Lies Podcast. Podcast a weekly legal podcast for the culture. Each week, we have conversations with our co-host, Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet-ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal, and our lovely, esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature, and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and we're about to read your emails. Uh, nothing too crazy this week, thank God. You guys have calmed down a little bit. I shouldn't have said that. 
I should. I think it's the holidays. Yeah, yeah. Give us that. The holidays made people like. Yeah, get it together. Well, I don't know because you know that the last when we got that woman who was in love with her cousin, that was about the holidays. So she just wanted to tell us that she was hunching on her cousin. (laughs) That had nothing to do with nothing we had going on over here. That's a fact. Anywho, let's get into this week's listener. First listener, um, email. This says why questions that need answers hey guys i found this podcast about a month ago and i have been binge listening and i have now made it to october girl i hope you're past that now (laughs) but thank you so much for binging i love um now to business so i have been on off and on with my kids dad for the past 14 15 14 15 what months years we're going to say years just for the sake okay, of argument. There you go. Um, I have not talked to another dude or tried to get the attention of another dude for over 11 years. That's disgusting. Mm. Um, since I was pregnant with our oldest and I am now at the point of being tired, my question is, these are all in caps, by the way. She is mad. Like she was definitely tweeting in like <laughs> Trump font. Um, <laughs> why is it that dudes think they have ownership over their baby mamas? Why do they feel the need to do whatever they want? But we have to be faithful to these fuck boys. Why can't they take what they dish out? Have a wonderful day. Um, thanks for writing. Um, thanks for acknowledging um, the fuckboy community. Mm. Um, Speak on it. Now, okay. So, one, why would you sit and be loyal to somebody for 14 to 15 years on and off while they're getting to live their goddamn life. Mm. They're getting to do their wildest dreams. They're making them come true and you're being nice and faithful. So here's the thing with this, because I do feel like, like I don't have any children. So, I mean, I'm only speaking from an outside looking in view. Let me say that first before people are like, you don't know until you appear it. You're not going to understand. I'd be like, there are very basic common sense things that I just don't think I would have to endure 40 weeks of pregnancy to know. Mm. Some things are kind of just very plain. But in this case, um, there is an element that I think men do feel some entitlement Mm -hmm. to the woman that birthed their children. Because it's like, it's not when they turn 18. You're forever tied to this person until the child is no more or you are no more, but you are connected to that child forever. There is no when they turn 18. You both created a life. Um, and that's why like, I know there are a lot of jokes with women. Like, I don't like dealing with men who got baby mamas and whatever, because I feel like, I think it's on both ends that the sense of entitlement, whether you're together or not. Yeah. And then, you know, women do tricky things when they... They see their baby daddy as their property. Mm-hmm. And it first turns into, I don't want that bitch around my kids. When really it's like, wow, nigga, you just gonna start a new family with my baby? That's really what it comes down to. <laughs> um, but as far as you you say that why do they why are they like that? My answer is because you allow them to be. And I don't wanna remove them from responsibility or accountability. It's just, it's very basic. People treat you how you allow. So you're saying like, I haven't even tried to get attention from another man. Try it, try it. Just see how it works out. You never know. might be the love of your, your damn life, but you're sitting idle, wasting time, thing that 
time is a thing that one, you don't even have. So you're wasting time and you're saying this is 11 years on and off. Okay. So what were you doing on the off? Like, so you're, you're just evading men altogether so that you can keep it tight and right for your, your baby daddy. Like that's, she, I, that's how she walks by. So she don't see no other man. She just don't even connect pupils. Yeah, you can't. I don't know what she's doing, but <laughs> I mean, like, I appreciate you writing that. And, but my only thing is that men treat you how you allow. And if a man determines that he can get away with certain things with you, if he determines that, um, one, I mean, you're never going to have a complete off, you'll be back. If a men, if men kind of think that way about you and that your word doesn't mean anything, or you don't mean what you say when you say them, then they're going to take those opportunities to treat you like property. You stay because that is how men think women should always be. Like even the Bible tell women basically to shut up and sit down and listen to men. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So again, it's just explore the world. See what else is out there. Get attention from other men. Go on dates. Go on Facebook dating. Apparently that's a new thing. Anywhere. But to sit idle and waste your life because you are a baby mama I don't know, man. I just feel like you have time and space to spread your wings and you just don't have to wait on fuckboys. I don't know. I mean, yeah. And I, I, I'm, so I'm going to talk about both sides because they both have responsibility in this. And I want to start off just in one piece in this email. It says, like, they do whatever they want, but we have to be faithful. Like, you don't. Like, you don't. You ha- you can break that chain. You have to have. Period. You have to have ownership over your own life. And I get it that we, that people will get in these relationships and feel like out of the sense of obligation or whatever. But the first obligation you owe to yourself and your children is to your own happiness. Period. That's the first thing you do. And so to say that, like, like to act like you're chained down is you're taking away your own power as a woman when you when you look at it that way, because at the end of the day, like what Tanya said, they're going to people are going to do what you allow them to do. And if you cut that hard and you you have to do it for you, you have to wean yourself off of it and him as well, because there is some level of you're used to being in this routine and so you've just normalized it you have to break yourself from it and take ownership back over your own life as far as like why people see ownership over their baby mamas it's just it goes back to things with 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 boys and some men is that some people when they get the new action figure they don't want nobody else playing with it and that's how he sees you unfortunately but also when i want to put it on the shelf Oh, yeah. Nobody else still better not still play better with not it. touch it. I mean, I mean, I I'm play with the new six toys. Yeah, all this new shit, but don't touch that other stuff that I have over there that does have some type of, you know, sentimental value to me. Yeah, which I believe I don't believe is it's not genuine that they don't feel that way. It, it's the opposite that they feel so much of that. Yeah, that they have the ability to walk in and out of your life at their leisure because you're holding on to who they used to be to you. You're holding on to the fact that this is your fa- the father of your child. You're holding on to the fact that essentially you would have wanted a family. When you had that baby, you weren't thinking of being alone. That is true. And that is something that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about with the whole baby mama, baby daddy thing, because there is a part of that that is grief from the idea that this was supposed to be a family. I wasn't supposed to be at my baby shower alone. Yeah. I wasn't supposed to go through all of, you know, 40 weeks and appointments and I wasn't supposed to do this alone. That's not what I had in mind. And sometimes it's hard to let go of the idea of this, this family you thought you once were going to have, and now you don't. So you kind of settle for the family, part-time family, the family that you can get 
like weekend family. Like you settle for that. And that's not to say that she's exactly doing this. I understand what she's saying. She's saying like, why do they feel that way? Mm. But <clears throat> I mean, I just haven't surveyed at least a hundred fuck boys to really concur any of this information. <laughs> but, um, but I, I get it though. I, I definitely, prior to my current, um, we both don't have kids. So thank God, because I have definitely been in situations where, um, baby mama was not thrilled of my existence. Mm. And it's like, you're all the way over there. I don't even know. <laughs> Like, I don't even, you know. Why can I envision that's something that you've literally said? Like, you are all the way over there. Why are you worried about <laughs> I'm what I'm serious. Doing? You're all the way over there. I'm here. And it's like, I don't even want your family. It's like, this nigga just likes to take me out. And I like to agree. <laughs> I like to eat. I like food. It's <laughs> nothing to do with the babies. And, the, oh, I want to be uh Cause I feel like that's like instant family. You add the person and stir and mm. it's a family cause the kids are there. Everything is already there. But when it's men and you're dealing with a baby mama, Baby's they will call that mama. man three o'clock in the morning. Like my baby need a new pacifier. The one we had fell on the ground, <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, this is a Wendy's. Anyway, <laughs> it is three something in the morning. <laughs> You know, and women play all these weird games to get his attention, you know, when it's baby mama and she hasn't let go of the idea of this is my family. And so as the other woman, you know, the girlfriend, she's never going to be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Um, That's why I don't know how Alicia Keys pulled that shit off, but it was seamless and beautiful. (laughs) It's it's, It's the baritone voice. That's they had a beautiful, they had a beautiful relationship. And now, what do they call it? A mixed family? No, that's not the word. There's a word that they use. Oh, blended family. Yeah, there you go. Blended. They have a, a blended family now. So yeah, girl, maybe you should just blend. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're done. We're done. Not you just silly. <laughs> I didn't even do anything. <laughs> I didn't even do anything. Oh, man. All right. Let's get into the second email. This one is just simply titled, Am I a Sex Addict? Well, let's find out. Did you write this? (laughs) Huh? Huh? What'd you say? (laughs) Did you write this? No. What? No. Oh, you know, because I don't know. Maybe sometimes you'll send in a personal journal. You might send in a personal journal. And be like, yeah, this is a listener email. Oh, no. I just ask you. I ain't got no shame. Someone else. I have no shame. I would just ask. I'd be like, look, this is what happened. Just checking. Just checking. No, I mean, if I have some rabbit mentality sometimes. So, you know, it is. Let's just what? The email. Let's just (laughs) what? I mean, you you open. Um, For the past year, my girlfriend has transformed into an asexual, she says. We used to screw like rabbits. Anyway. (laughs) Anyways, I want sex every day. It's fun, exciting, and I love the intimacy. And whenever I see her, I get turned on. She lives with me, too, and always walks around in just a shirt, which drives me wild. Handle it, bruh. Um, She has no urges whatsoever anymore. She would be fine with sex one time a year. I didn't get birthday sex this year, and and I'm going mad with a sexless life. When I talk about it, she just tells me I'm a sex addict and it's not normal to want it daily. I feel like it's totally normal for girls and guys alike. 
She wants me to see someone about my sex addiction. At the same time, I would like to see a sex therapist because we have a sexless love life. Every aspect of our life, every other aspect of our lives are great. This is the only issue. How can we come to a good resolution? We need a resolution. We need a resolution. So, oh, that is do you have a resolution? Song I am ending this podcast on. Thank you for that. Ah, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how to attack this one. Um, okay. So I don't think, well, A, you being okay, you not being okay with sex just one time a year does not make you a sex addict. Um, You feeling like you have to have it every day may make you a sex addict. Her only one, like, I I don't know. It feels like. He said once a year. So that means if he would have asked for a second one, she'd have been like, whoa, (laughs) relax. (laughs) Did we not do it seven months ago? You're not doing (laughs) it until June 2020. That's really unfortunate that he's getting sex like pap smears, but I just feel like if this what <laughs> this go, this goes back to what I was just saying about the different um what's the word um sexual desire or uh, sex drives sex drives yeah. yes so it goes back to that is that maybe this is it this is a prime example that she has an incredibly low sex drive and you have a high sex drive now i'm not going to say that you're a sex addict because to me anything more than once a year doesn't warrant any red flags that something is wrong with you and i think that (laughs) i mean like it depends it depends because as a woman i okay it's probably gonna sound bad but i don't care but as a woman, I don't want to be like fetishized all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm cleaning dishes or I'm straightening a bookshelf or I'm really contemplating some shit and writing. It's like that's but every, Tanya, every moment. If you didn't want to be fetishized, you shouldn't look like that. Look, what Jesus has done <laughs> is not my fault. <laughs> How many times has someone said that to you? Because I know someone said what like. If you don't want to be fed, if you didn't want me to make this comment, why'd you post the picture? Um, no, no. no. Um, Good. because honestly, okay. So side note, honestly, if I post something and the girls are sitting and I took it that way, I am fully aware <laughs> of whatever attention that's going to warrant. So I don't trip when I see it. Okay, I may not engage, but I know the titties are out. You're looking, they're great. You're going to say something. And I'd be like, oh, that's up. And I keep it moving because it's not personal. It's not because it's like special titties. No, it's just bare skin and men like to see it. And it doesn't matter if it was Tanya, anybody else. So that's why I don't take those things personal or be or feel objectified because it's like, I already know what I look like. So you're welcome. But in this case, I don't know what she does and doesn't look like, but it seems that just she she's not she doesn't have a sex drive, or or mm, hate to say this is also an option. She just may not be sexually attracted to you. Maybe you don't do it for her. Mm. Maybe but she's maybe you pay all the bills, so, so she give you sex once. I don't know what the situation is. Mm. All I know is there is a an extreme imbalance and just as much as she's trying to push you to go see a sex addict uh, therapist or see someone about your sex addiction i will be equally like wow 
I don't even know if you have a labia. I don't know <laughs> what you have because we don't use it. So I will be equally pushing that she needs to go see someone about that. Maybe we talk to the same person. They tell me where I am at fault. They tell you where you are at fault. And we can come to a common ground. But again, like I said, if someone has a high sex drive and the other person doesn't, it almost doesn't matter how amazing your relationship is because that's the three most important things to that person and you're not meeting it. Okay. I mean, what? I don't even know how to follow that up. Like, I just, I don't. <laughs> the thing is, is like, really, what can you do for someone who just doesn't have any sex drive? Like, you can't even, like, try to, like, turn them on or anything. Like, the, it's almost no middle ground. Like, she does not seem to care about. Uh, what you do, bro? Like, what what did you do, bro? Maybe he's leaving um, out of here. Like, maybe she, like, caught him in, like, a wild orgy with, like, three midgets and just did it for I, the only thing I can think of is just that she's not sexually attracted to him. Mm-hmm. Because men definitely have those moments. Those the, when he's talking about in just a t-shirt, men definitely have moments around the house when they're just being regular. And you like, oh, hey boo. Like <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. So you wanna have fun? <laughs> you wanna listen to rap music? <laughs> have you worked um, out today? Have you have you had a chance to get your cardio in? Yeah, and like I like gassing because I'll be like, hold on. Let me look at your pectoral situation. <laughs> your chesticles are popping today, okay? So what you trying to do? You trying to have a baby when I practice? <laughs> 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 you just want to see what it's like? <laughs> <laughs> well. uh, shoot clubs up, anything, you know what I'm saying? But it happens. It happens when you're attracted to someone. You have an appetite for them. You crave them. You want them. Um, so if you're the only person doing the wanting, then there's an imbalance. And it's not to say that it's necessarily your fault. Shoot but that was sweet that he was like, you know, I probably am a sex addict. I'm going to write this podcast. Because <laughs> I don't need a regular resolution. I need a good resolution. <laughs> <laughs> CJ and Tanya seem like they'll be good people to answer this question. Let me send this in on into them. Right. Seem like sensible people, they'll figure this out. And I out. think I know who sent this to only because somebody left a, a message on our last episode. Uh, I would and, hope not. And asked, uh, Is this podcast only for women to ask advice? And then we get this. Like, this literally came like two days later. So I'm thinking, You see how he let it marinate? <laughs> yeah. He was like, No, I'm not going to send it right now. Because if I send it right now, they'll they know, know. It's me. Exactly. Wait two business days. Bam. Yeah, that's the only thing I can get from that. And again, I don't think that you are a sex addict. I just think that you have um, an insatiable desire to have sex with your partner. And I don't think anything is wrong with that. Bust it wide open. That's all I got to say. That's my only advice. Wait, you need to really clarify. (laughs) I guess I do. (laughs) You don't just say some shit like that and like, all right, guys, see y'all next week. You don't do that. (laughs) All right, everyone. See y'all next week. We're going to go ahead and get through our plugs. No, but seriously, it's a conversation needs to be had. And a lot of this does need, like, you guys may need to sit down and talk to someone. I don't th- throw around therapy uh, too lightly, but it definitely seems like it would be needed at least a couple of sessions to kind of figure out what's going on there. Um, for sure. Yeah, and, you know, be prepared uh, for what Tanya said, because if it is, does get to the point where she's just not attracted to you anymore, you need to get yourself mentally prepared for that, because that's going to hurt. It's going to hurt right here. Mm. Oh, yeah. I... 
Wow. I don't know what I would do. Man, that would be, I I don't I to be with someone and then like for them to say like look I just really want to like I'm just not attracted to you anymore like physically you make me sick. I, I will like, you know take what? a brisk walk into the kitchen. All right, I'm gonna find the most expensive <laughs> wine glass and just pour no splash bleach right inside of it and take a couple sips because it's like. Like wanting someone that you're in a relationship with is such an important part of being in a relationship is to be wanted. And and that's why outside of people just seeking variety, but I feel like that's a large reason why some people may stray or cheat or whatever you want to call it is because that want isn't always there. Mm -hmm. Like they love you, but they don't want you. They don't desire you that way. And um, that's that's how I know I'm going to be one of those older women that's still looking like a bad bitch because it's like, <laughs> let me tell you something about women, especially black women, we age gracefully. And even crackhead women, you cannot tell them they still not cute. They still walk like they cute. <laughs> they still talk like they cute. They can get your man. You know what I'm saying? Their confidence is on 10. So... I feel like, and this especially for a man, I don't feel like men talk about men insecurities enough. Yeah, that's true. Like, especially, also, men don't get fat shamed enough. It's a lot. <laughs> that, that, that is a whole topic to crack open for another day, man. You trying to be here for another 12 hours, like. I'm angst. I'm angst. But yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well. Any parting words? If not, give them your social media. Let's get the hell up out of here. And I, I don't. I need some food. That's what I need. I need some food. Hmm. Uh, I don't have any parting words. Um. There's not a show next week. Christmas. There's not. You know what? So happy point. holidays. If you believe in um white Christian Santa, um and Jesus and all that stuff. So um Kwanzaa. Uh, not Kwanzaa. Hanukkah. Yeah. All right. All right. I refuse. So happy holidays. I, re- I refuse to let an old, overweight white man take credit for the gifts that I bought my kids. And he called your children disparaging things like hoes. It's See, terrible. No, I'm good. I'm good on that. Um, yeah, no show next week. Um, thank you, Tanya, for put, pointing that out because I would have ended this with see y'all next week, and then they would have been like, ah, oh, these motherfuckers lied to us. It's um, next week, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so no oh, show. Oh yeah, next week. hit me up on the Twitter at I am Queen T I M Q W E E N T E E. There you go. There you have. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's at CEO H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively at Love Lust B A S Pod, and we will see you, lovely and beautiful people, in two weeks. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Tired of arguing, girl. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of arguing, girl. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Did you sleep on the wrong side? I'm catching a bad vibe And it's contagious What's the latest? Speak your heart Don't bite your tongue Don't get it twisted Don't misuse What's your problem? Let's resolve We can solve What's the cause? It's official
Since you had to get that close to the screen, you're officially old. I'm just letting you know. I don't like that. <laughs> that's <laughs> Jesus. I'm like, damn. Were you trying to? Were you trying to go into the internet? Is that what you were trying to do? Wow, you can't even be <laughs> blind anymore. I feel seen. <laughs> All right. All right.